Hey guys, this is Andy McCann, owner of CrossFit Garage and host of this podcast where we are trying to help you lay a firm foundation in fitness, food, and finances. I'm also, thanks to Levi, doing YouTube videos with this exact same time. So if you like to watch, you can watch along. If you like to listen, then just do a podcast, right? But I'll do both. Um, so what we're doing today is um, my take on Grace, and then I'll do another one on Fran. Two different uh, trademark workouts for, or benchmark workouts uh, from CrossFit that a lot of people really work on. So um, I say this having a pretty good time, and uh, I have strategies. I'm going to give you the strategies. Use them, don't use them. Controversial, maybe. I don't know, but these are strategies. They're legit. They work. Um, for Grace, uh, I had uh, Tim Moy, who had a really good time. Let's call it, I think it was like 2.10. So two minutes and 10 seconds to do Grace, which is 30 clean and jerks for time at 135 pounds for girls. So some of these uh, tips and tricks uh, will work for either gender, but uh, sometimes like, well, you'll see when I get into them, the girls are, it's not going to be as helpful on a couple of them. But, um, so he's like, how could I ever do it any faster? I said, here are my tips and tricks. He's like, I'll try them all. And then he did like a 157. I'm like, what? Uh, and he probably could have gone faster because he wasn't totally spent as like a, a, a wet rag on the ground. So I'm going to go through Grace and um, we're going to uh, uh, like see what you could do. So before I do that, just remember, um, you can always go to CrossFit.com, find a whole lot of information. They've got all the videos and everything you'd ever need. So what is Grace and how do you do it? You can go there or go on YouTube. The uh, CrossFit Games uh, is coming with the Open and it's going to be a workout uh, for about three weeks every Friday that every one of us will do. You can register and then get yourself like logged in to like scores around the world or not and just do them with us. It doesn't really matter, but you're going to have fun with it. And we're going to try to teach some, um, there are some standards in the games that maybe not be as uh, usual. Um... And so, anyway, so we'll go through those things too. And then, um, oh, so yeah, this was going to show you. So <laughs> a long time ago, I found a better representation. So on this screen, I've got um, the benchmark workouts for my personal um, uh, uh, law or athlete profile in the CrossFit Games. And these are the best times and numbers ever. I pretty much can't do these things anymore. This long time ago, I started CrossFit in... In my basement in 2007, and currently it is not 2007, it is 2024. So 17 years-ish of uh, CrossFit. Anyway, so um, yep, here's our gym. So guys, if you're interested in getting help, you can always come to our gym. We're into health and fitness. This is gamification of a workout, and uh, the, the workouts are just to express some fitness, but it's also kind of fun. It used to be if you knew somebody with a CrossFit shirt or saw someone with a CrossFit shirt, like maybe you sat next to him in an airplane and they had a CrossFit, you know, headquarters, whatever, you would uh, say, hey, what's your friend time? Hey, what's your grace time? So it was just something that people always started a conversation with. Most of us may not even know what this is. So this is going to be an interesting thing that you can use in other workouts if you're really trying to like push against your friends or your neighbors or whatever and just going for that good time. This does not really help your health and fitness. Um, well, I mean, maybe a little bit, but it's uh, uh, really diving into the tools and techniques and tricks that you could do um, to help you in these two workouts. The first one is going to be Grace. I'll do another one for uh, Fran. So without further ado, my Grace time right now, let's see, Matt Janda has, well, Tim's not in the gym right now, but uh, so he's not going to show up on the leaderboard. Matt has the best time of 233. That is rock solid. He is wicked strong. This is kind of interesting. He is wicked strong and I am wicked not strong. So it's funny. Um, his is 233 based on strength. Mine is 236 based on a combination of um, amino acid, of the lack of amino acids and testosterone and using um, fancy circus tricks to get through the workout. Now, this whole thing assumes you can lift 135. 
So my clean and jerk is maybe like, well, was 215s, probably not that anymore. But um, so I, I'm coming from the workout is about, you know, like maybe 60% of my max, something like that. Um, so I can move the weight. It is just heavy for me. I do them all in singles because touch and go is just going to work for me. That's a heavy weight for me to like control down. And I'm going to go through these uh, th- these bits. But um, I did find, let's see, is this the right one? Nope. I did find another interesting, um, uh, it was it was just on a, a website where it talks about some of the uh, percentile markers for the best uh, grace times. So for guys, if you're in the 25% tile, if you can score 402 or four minutes and two seconds or lower, let me go back to our gym. Oops, wrong one. Leaderboard. And it looks like the top nine guys are in that 25 percentile. And for girls, let's see, it is, if you can get under 430, and the weight for girls is 95 pounds. And let's see, 430. So yeah, our top 10 girls are also in that 25 percentile. So we've got um, Mosky, Laura, and Gabby all within seconds of each other at like 222. And then a um, bunch of girls following right up behind that one. So anyway, so the tips and tricks, here we go. What could you do? Now, again, you don't have to do these. These are just me. If somebody says, I want to get a good time on this, and I've been doing CrossFit for a year or two or three or more, then I know they know what they're doing. And so it comes down to a couple tactics. Um, first is going to be the, the, the biggest thing you can do is dip under the bar. So you, you you literally have to jerk. Most guys do a very teeny minimal like drop down. And in reality, I'm going to have to pause you guys and take a phone call. And because of that phone call, you guys will all have paper towels now. <laughs> in the bathrooms. So yay. Anyway, um, so let's see. The first thing is dip under the bar. So you really need to jerk. That was probably the biggest thing for Tim when he threw down his, uh, I think, like I said, it was like a minute 57. It was insane. Um, was just drop down rather than pressing your arms up. And you're going to feel the, a huge difference in your shoulders because this obviously is going to wreck your arms a bit. If you're like me and you're not as strong as most guys, then it's never going to wreck your arms because I have to dip early on. So if you start dipping correctly early on, not just when you're tired, you're going to go a whole lot faster. So go for the dip. If you're in the gym with me, say, Andy, come watch me and and I will totally call you out or help you out, whatever. I'm getting the right level in the dip. The next is save your grip. So um, let me see. I'm going to go back to, let's see if I can find the date on this. So I think this was like 2017 for grace for me, uh, 2016. So in 2016, I had the idea, hmm, it's my grip that really kind of throws me off. So I think I need to do something a little bit different. Um, I moved from the 45 pound bar to the 35 pound bar, sometimes called the ladies bar, but if it's my hands, so whatever, it, it's a just a different bar. Um, some guys are going to be opposed to you using that. As long as you make the weight correct, it doesn't matter what the bar is. At least it never specifies in the rules that you must use a 45 pound bar. And even then the weird part is the bar is not even 45 pounds. That's 20 kilograms. So it's actually like, like 44.6 or something. I don't remember what it is, but it's not even really 45 pounds. Ah, a little, little tea there, a little decaffeinated tea. So I'm still doing my study on, um, is testosterone helping my, uh, Sorry, is caffeine helping push my testosterone up? So I've got some blood work coming up soon. So I'm trying to stay off caffeine to see if I can, you know, edit a variable. Anyway, okay. So dip under the bar, biggest thing. Second thing is going to be that 35 pound bar. I know you're going to be thinking, ah, that's okay. Don't do it. These are my tips and tricks. Use them if you want to. Don't use them if you don't want to. It's going to be narrower. Uh, and so it's going to save your grip in, in, in all circumstances. And even when um, I was talking to uh, uh, Tim, when he did it, 
he's like, yeah, I don't think I can do this. I feel wrong. And then he did. He's like, that was glorious. So trust me. So here's um, another one. You, uh, I do them all singles because I cannot, I, I've tried doubles and I, by the end I'm doing singles anyway and I'm worse. So I'm going to talk about how to get to the right number for you. But for me, I know I, it's, it's half the work is, is removed um, from, you know, the, the, just letting the weight fall from above you to the ground and then let it settle. So while it's settling and while it's dropping, you take a deep breath, even from rep one, cause you're going to need it later. So you're preloading your rest. So, and I'm holding this, you know, drops and you grab. Now the next piece is a little bit weird for people. I use my shins and line them up on the neural. Um, so I know where my shins go. If my shins are in the right place, my hands are going to be roughly in the right place. I don't check. I just reach down and go again. So you have to be okay with lifting a little bit of skew. This is a problem if 135 is near your max. This is not going to work. But um, if it's like, like I said, 60%, 70%, it's going to be totally fine. For some of the guys that do this, it's not even half their max. They can totally crush that. In which case, they can probably hold on to the bar coming down and do them in doubles, which obviously would be faster. It's just how bad does it wreck you, right? So Tim did it in singles and he's like, I don't think it's going to work. And he did singles and he did it faster than he did it before, which was not singles. So it does work. What it's doing is it's, it's helping, um, it, it's helping not deplete you so bad, let's say in your engine side that, um, your, that, that becomes a problem. So it's either going to be your shoulders or your engine, right? I can't breathe my arms or whatever. And so you're trying to minimize those. Now, if you're like, it's my legs, like me, because I use a lot of legs, well, then you're gonna have to like breathe and get more arm into it, right? Don't dip as low. It's um anything's fine. It's it's a clean in this case, which is anything, squat, power, muscle, whatever. But the most efficient one is to dip up or sorry, it's a jerk. Um, of course you're gonna dip down on the clean, but uh um well, not of course, you should, but it's a jerk. So you could do a press or a push press, but the most um advantageous way to do it is gonna be push jerk while you're driving yourself down. Okay. Be okay lifting a skew. Now here's the other one. Um, take off your shoes. I know you're thinking, what does that have to do with it? Okay, think about this. If I put you on a 15 pound plate and said, hey, do this workout, you're gonna be like, well, I'm, I'm actually off the ground more. Therefore, every time I grab it, it's a little further down and I gotta lift it a little further up. That's exactly it. So if I take the like the box away, you get the analogy. Well, the box is way off the ground. I've, I've gotta go a lot further. It's a lot harder, I'm like exactly. Your shoe probably has about an inch worth of sole in it, and you want to get rid of that inch. So that's an inch going up, then an inch going down, right? So that's going to be two inches of work over 30, so 60 inches of extra work. So take that away. 60 inches is, um, what is that, five feet? So you're doing five feet of extra work. So me, I'm only 5'8", so I'm almost lifting it an entire one more time just because of that. Again, you may think, dude, that's cheating. It, it's literally not cheating. It's not in the rules. You must do grace with your shoes on. But again, I'm giving you hacks to this. Should you try for a wicked fast uh, grace time? I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you? But no, not for health and fitness. I mean, it doesn't really matter. What you really want to do is keep moving that engine and growing it. And like you see here, right here, for guys, 402 is a great time. That's You're in the 25th, 25th percentile not in the world, but it's not of every human. Most humans can't do this at all, right? So it's the 25th percentile of crossfitting humans, which, come on, crossfitting humans are going to be way harder to kill and better at life than, you know, in the movement side. It could be, I guess you still could be a jerk. But um, uh, these are, you know, this is great. This, this is a great movement. So they're saying the mean for us is going to be... Um, well, I guess that doesn't really matter. You get into the 75, 75th percentile um, at uh, uh, 216. 
So uh, that's huge, right? And for ladies, it's uh, 430 and then uh, 75th percentile is um, 251. Anyway, this is what I would do in order to get um, some of those numbers. The next thing I'm going to do is um, I'm going to chalk my hands once and then never go back to chalk. If your grip is the issue, go to the 35-pound bar. That's what it's, well, for me, that's what it's there for. I have kind of smaller hands. Um, we're gonna In friend, we're going to do the same thing, but it, it's a common theme. And I actually only use the 35-pound bar, bar at the gym, and it's been a game changer for my, my little my little grip. Now, um, Levi does do a lot of hypertrophy work, and he's only 17. He's my son. And we had a... Uh, um, a grip off. I don't know. We were shaking hands and he's like, let's do it. And I'm like, all right. So we were squeezing and he's like, Hey, that's not actually too bad for old man. I'm like, thank you. Uh, so my grip is pretty good comparable to a 17 year old boy who's doing all of uh, these power lifts and by all rights should be stronger than me, right? Any I, in raw lift strength, he's stronger than me for sure, but I'm still, um, that junkyard dog. So when it comes time to fight, he knows he's got to uh, worry about all my finger going into all sorts of uh, <laughs> bad places, mostly like rib cages and tickle spots. But yeah. Um, anyway, so pre-chalk, get your chalk on and then never go back to chalk. Chalking is a trap. It's just going to make you rest. Stop resting. Figure it out. So here's what I would do. I would do for, uh, uh, grace. The first time I would just do it with an easy pace. I'm going to lift and drop as it bounces and settles. Take a deep breath. I'm going to grab the bar, lift and drop. This is going to give you a great baseline. Weirdly, it's going to go pretty fast. Then I would do it later on, I don't know, like a week, two weeks later, whatever, with sets of five. Can you maintain this? And when you drop the bar and it bounces, great. Look at the time. How long did it take you to do five? You should not be resting more than that. Okay. So I would probably take two or three deep breaths and then grab the bar and go again. You're going to rest a little bit more because it's taxing doing five in a row. And you need to make sure you're breathing. So as the bar is going up, you're holding it. And when you're bringing it back down, you're taking in a big breath. So I think the hardest part about doing the, the uh, unbroken um, sets is that you're not um, remembering to, to, to breathe fully. And you have to. I mean, I guess anybody can hold their breath. Well, Maybe not for two minutes. If you really, uh, that's a long time. I guess people can hold their breath for two minutes. But I don't know. I don't think I can. But um, you can definitely hold your breath for 30 seconds, which is what it takes to do five lifts. No bueno. That's really bad for you. Do not do that. You want to be breathing. Um, so uh, the next thing I would do is after you do it by five is then I would do by three. And then I would do by two. And I'd make notes like, hey, I made I made it by fives the whole way through. Well, then I would go by uh, sevens and see if you can do that, right? Or whatever the number would be after that. Um, not 10, that'd be a too big of a jump. Maybe uh, maybe eights or seven, somewhere in there. Um, or work it out. My favorite way to do these things is it's 30 lifts. So you do something like uh, 10, 9, 8, or whatever. I don't think that works out. I think maybe you start at seven and work your way down. Um, but you probably don't want to go by one. Anyway, a descending rep skill is, a scale is great. And you can try that one out too. What you're trying to find is what's the piece on me that burns out? Is it my lungs? Okay, that's one problem. Is it my shoulders? That's another problem. Usually the shoulders isn't solved by, well, I must be stronger. It's solved by dipping under the bar. A lot of times it's the clean that gets us because we're driving up and we're already pulling. So if you're doing that thing where you pull your arms early when you're doing a clean, yeah, you're going to mess your arms up sooner. So relax your arms. Let your legs and your butt and your core do that work to get the bar up and then re-dip and drive and dip again, right? That's going to save it. So what you're looking for is if I do singles, there's a baseline. If I did fives, where am I at? And did I fall apart? If you fell apart, then you need to move the threes. If you can do three, great. Use these tips and tactics and try three and see what happens, right? If by the end of three, you're like, well, I did three, but then I fell off. That's okay if the time is better. If the time is worse, 
then you get my point here. A lot of times what happens is people are like, I could do five and then they rest way more than they should. So it's that, it's that, it's that, um, um, in, um, cars, lightning McQueen, you know, they're like, Hey, you got to turn left to go right. And he's like, what does that mean? Do you need to do something that doesn't seem like it makes sense or like in the military, right? Whether it's a, um, uh, smooth is slow and slow is fast or slow is smooth and smooth is fast or something like that. The idea is I'm doing it correct with intention. Even though I'm going a tiny bit slower, I'm being smart. It's like when we do these orienteering races or these adventure races, I don't have to be fast to the target. I need to be direct to the target. So I take a little bit more time, orient myself a little bit better, and then move through uh, the, the terrain in a, a way that benefits me, right? Well, compass-wise as well as you know ups and downs. So you're going to want to figure out the time that it took you to do it and then note down what hurts? When you do singles, it's probably going to be nothing. And you're going to be like, I think you go faster. That's great. This is what I would do at the very end. Once you figure it out, say, okay, knowing that I can do fives, knowing that I could do threes or some set, if I did it in sets of one and I just really didn't take any break, if I went to the bar, as soon as it was like, it hits and settles. And there are uh, different weights at, the, at our gym. Some of them bounce more than others. So pick the ones that are, I think they're more like a solid black. Pick those because when they hit, they don't bounce. And so it settles quicker. If you go and lift right away, yeah, maybe you've you've removed a second worth of work or because you know the bar's dropping, you're trying to get the bar, but you're also removing that work. So can you go faster by letting it bounce? So it's dropping, gravity's doing the work, it's gonna do it anyway, and you're gripping and going right away. The answer to the question is yes, I've seen it multiple times over. Now, there are guys out there that can legitimately do this in uh, Unbroken at 135. Yeah, that's a freaking nature, and we don't have that in our gym, and I don't know those people, and those people don't listen to this podcast, so (laughs) this isn't for them. Here's what all I'm trying to say. You can get a better grace time using some tips, tricks, hacks, whatever, is it worth it? Eh, it's good for bragging. It's not going to really drive necessarily your fitness forward. I tell you what does drive your fitness forward. Understanding how your body works in this movement. So I'd love to show you it on a video, but I realize every time I actually play a video, they copyright my stuff. And so it's not mine anymore. So I can't show you what, I guess if I found a video of me doing it, could I copyright my own stuff? Hmm. I don't know. But, um, you want to understand your body. Is it my shoulders? Most guys, it's your shoulders. Most girls, it's going to be your lungs because you guys dip like me. I'm just not that strong as a guy. And so I always dip under it. Um, if it's your lungs, then what are you doing and where does it fall off? If I can do sets of five for about 15 and then I'm destroyed, yeah, you've blown it. Then you're not, not going to make it through it. So I'm going to do this exact same thing for Fran and then I'll post it. I don't know. It'll come later on, but tell you my tips and tricks. And I do have good numbers. So I'm not saying this as in like, well, I think this could possibly work. If you're, so I've now got up our leaderboard from the gym and granted, this is only people that are currently at the gym, but we're normal humans. I I call us David, David desk jockeys and Holly house moms. And it it, it could be Deborah desk jockeys and Henry house dad, whatever house, uh, David house dads. I don't know there, but anyway, I didn't remember. We're just normal people trying to be healthy and fit in life. Our motto is we're happy, humble, helpful people who want to be healthy and fit now as well as in our 90s. That's us. But I speak from a place of I've got good numbers. So my friend time is 233. Can I do that now? I don't think so. But I do believe that I could do a, a sub five minute friend anytime you wanted me to, which is pretty dang good. Um, my Diane time is uh, that's not very good. I'm not good at this one with a heavy one. It's 630. 
My grace time is 2.36, pretty good. My jackie time kicks butt. It's, again, it's a, it's a, a lightweight. It's, it's rowing, pull-ups, and uh, thrusters, or thrusters and pull-ups. All Unbroken is a 5.56 is my best time ever. And then Helen is a workout I love. I think this one, if you added in some heavy clean and jerks, would be, or maybe just cleans, would be the best workout in the world. But my Helen time in 2015, I don't know if I could catch that now, was 8.08. So I've got some pretty good times, and there's other ones on, on here um, we could go through, but um, uh, I, well, actually, this is a good one. So Cindy, my best score ever is, uh, it's, it, that's going to be um, for 20 minutes. You do, uh, it's five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and 15 squats. The idea is, can I do more than one or one or a, a, a whole round of that in a minute? So I was able at one point back in 2018, I did 21 and 13. So I was over. Um, oh, wait, no. Yeah, that does give you one. Yeah. I think my, my best ever is before we had Wattify is higher than that. But anyway, my point in saying this is I kind of know what I'm talking about. I definitely can tell you where my weakness is. Str- like in Jumanji, strength is my weakness. And it's over- okay. I can overcome that by being a little bit better in the movements that I do. The other thing is I know that simply showing up day after day is going to get me health in the long run. And my sticky goal, why I do this thing is I want to be healthy and fit enough to coach my kids' kids. What does that mean? Well, I probably need to look a bit like I look now. I need to have my brain. I need to have coordination. I need to be able to move. Um, I want to make it to 76, which is the, the mean age uh, lifespan for a human. I want to make it there. And I want to make it on beyond. And I don't want tripping to take me out of the race because I tripped and broke my hip and now I'm done for. And that's what happens a lot. Or some stupid cold or whatever to take me down. I want to be, um, as Nick Lubber says, harder to kill. And as somebody else said, easier to love. I don't know. I'm working on that part. Anyway, um, we're here to help you whether in our gym right now. If you're in the gym and you're like, Andy, help me. I will totally help you. Just t- text me. We'll take 30 minutes after a workout and we will work on these skills. Or come to the, uh, um, the, the special sessions. When I coach on Saturday, I usually add in another hour to do whatever you want to do. So it's personal training-ish or maybe group training, uh, small group training with Andy, and I give you everything I've got. All right, guys, hopefully this helps. It's a little bit different, but I find it fun to really drill down into some of these workouts and noodle out. How do I beat some people? Which has been fun even later on at 50. I can see when a workout starts, oh, while they're stronger, they're fitter, they're sexier, the, the, the guy's got more hair, more beard, and whatever. They're better in every way. I know that I'm going to win at this workout because of this one factor. It's called uh, <laughs> the the ability to survive duress o- over time. So I'm good at long suffering. Hey, give me a 15 minute workout. I will catch you. I will get you because I don't know. I, you know, I don't save anything and I swim to the other side from Gattaca, um, which how does that come out in fitness? I have no idea. Does it help? No, it's just fun to know that I can catch up. Not all the time, but sometimes. If it's a heavy lift, I mean, I'm out of the game. If you put 155 pounds above my head, then I'm going to have to (laughs) bail out. But it's fun to have a fun competition with your friends around you and say, hey, Joe, Nick, whatever, right? Let's do this thing. They're like, yeah, let's throw it down. Um, Aaron does that a lot. He'll look at me and we'll just nod and we're like, let's do it. Um, And he does a good job of understanding the skill perspective in what we're doing, not just the strength side of it. So anyway, we try to teach that stuff. So if you're at the gym and you want help, man, just let me know. That's what I'm here for. If you're outside of the gym and you want some help, let me know. It's not exactly what I'm here for, but I am into helping people and I'm happy to help you. So you can find us, of course, pretty much on any social. Uh, CrossFitGarage.com is our website. If you're watching Facebook right now, or, I'm sorry, if you're watching YouTube right now, then the links will have it. If you're on the podcast, the links will have us as well. So you can find us everywhere. Anyway, guys, it's been fun. Next up will be Fran. Fran. <laughs>